1: Hammer and Nigel. Do you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock. It. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Hurricane Idalia. I, 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 is it Idalia? Right. Is... Sounds like a European stripper's name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, bearing down on Florida. Uh, More specifically, should hit uh, the Tampa area early tomorrow morning. We'll go to the drivehubler.com hotline for some perspective. An old friend of the show, even older friend of mine, he uh, did radio on this signal when it was uh, 93.1 radio now for a long time before picking up and moving to Tampa. He's been there for years. Marco!
0: what's up guys you guys are fancy now not a stripper anymore it's a european stripper
2: right Gosh. when you move to afternoon Damn. drive you know the european strippers
1: marco i'll tell you
0: th- the ratings must be really good
1: <laughs> yeah, through stuff. the roof man i yeah. i hate it i hate it the only time we talk to you is when uh, there's a natural <laughs> disaster headed your way and man here we go again dude so somebody that's lived how long have you lived in tampa
0: uh, I've been here seven years. Yeah, it's funny. What my, my middle son, Trey, just said, I said I was jumping back on your guys' show. And he's like, hey, how come they always want to talk to you right before we're all about to die? And I was like, oh, oh,
2: no, to no.
0: And no. I had to tell you, tragedy sells, buddy. Tragedy
2: sells. So.
1: Man, what are you. Okay, so tell me, Marco, what is the level, what is your level of concern right now compared to what you're seeing? On TV and social media with this hurricane bearing down on you, yeah,
0: it's weird. it's a it's real different than like forty eight hours ago because forty eight hours ago, Tampa Saint. Pete, it was going to be kind of an Ian situation, right? Like a lot of heavy wind and uh, destruction in that in that capacity. but now it's kind of turned into more of a storm surge situation um, where you know you're talking about I was just down on the beaches actually twenty minutes ago, and it's always surreal when you see the sheriff's office going street by street on their speakers saying, mandatory evacuation we will not come help you like just hearing those words wow it's just it, it's out of a movie so yeah storm surge if, if you're on the beaches or in low-lying areas um i think this is going to be really bad
1: but how close are you in terms of flooding and things like that is that something you have to worry about that you've prepared for
0: Yeah, so the evacuation zones, you know, they start at A, and so A is, you know, you're definitely getting flooded, and then B and C and D. So I'm in B. Um, We're not evacuating, but, um, you know, my neighborhood is on the intracoastal waterway. It would take a lot to get up here. Uh, I think we're about nine feet above sea level. You know, it could happen, but... um,
2: Hasn't happened yet. So, Marco, take us through what happens like in your neighborhood. You know, twenty four, forty eight hours before a storm, do you see the people going to the gas stations, lining up outside of Walmart and hardware stores and things like that?
0: Yeah. So it goes in stages. So yesterday, the gas stations were crazy. They were they were being bagged up. So they were running out of gas yesterday. They've since replenished the gas. Then you kind of go through that where everybody's out in the street talking to each other. Last night the local bars had a big hurricane happy hour, so we went up for that. <laughs> then this morning it was yeah. Then this morning it was sort of like get down to business, get the boards up. Uh, I went down and got the sandbags and that kind of stuff. Uh, maybe time for another quick hurricane happy hour this afternoon. But then you know, anytime you're talking about a two, three, four a.m. landfall or at least a storm getting close to you. Uh, you got to get ready for
1: that. And what sucks is the the power outage. I mean, I know. I mean, I know this is a dangerous situation. I know the people there closer to the water are probably are the ones needed to evacuate the most. But like you're I think the last time we talked to you, your power was out for like seven days. You had to head up. Was it Irma that you had to avoid? Like, was that the bad one? Irma, Irma for us was really bad. Yeah, yeah,
0: so yeah we yeah. thought me last year was supposed to be real bad for right. us. That, that you know obviously turned into Fort Myers, but. Yeah, the power's brutal, right? Because the storms leave, and you're just dealing with 90, 95 degrees. And they've done a lot of infrastructure work here um, since Irma. That was kind of a big push from uh, from Ron DeSantis. Yeah, they've spent a lot of money in that infrastructure. So, you know, we'll see. Um, We'll see. But you do what you got to do. You know, you you get generators. And
1: do you have a generator?
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I can't have a keggerator and not have a generator. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, make any
1: sense. Um, okay, so you mentioned Ron DeSantis. How much does it mean to you as a longtime Floridian? Now, I mean, you can call yourself a Floridian. You've been there multiple years. Um, I don't know that he's necessarily suspended his campaign, Marco. But he's um, he's he's down there. He's on the ground. How much does that mean to you as uh, one of his constituents?
0: Yeah, I think the feeling here is you know we'll we'll get Governor DeSantis's best shot, right? You've got unfortunately this climate. You've got half the uh, half the people probably hoping that things are really bad for us here, so they can paint DeSantis as ineffective at managing a, a crisis. So um, I, I think he's done a great job. Um, you know, I mean, I honestly, I, I, I living here through and throughout, you get these storms. You know, Fort Myers. I got to tell you, last year, Ian, you know, he he had those uh, military helicopters basically. In the air and on the ground, as Ian was pulling out they they did a great job that was a tough that was a tough storm for them it still so much of that area hasn't even been rebuilt and they've got a lot of insurance issues with that but him as a leader i think uh, I think we feel good you know um, the power companies have been out they've mobilized the gas tankers have been out you've seen them on the streets so as much as one human being can do versus mother nature, I feel good about about what he does
2: hey Marco is there any price gouging going on? Some people would say it's just supply and demand. Others would say it's price gouging. What are we looking at in terms of like the cost for sandbags and wood and the gas prices right now?
0: Well, it's a good question, follow-up question to to Ron DeSantis, because one of the first things he did, and this was right after Irma, was he put in some really strong and strategic legislation about that. Simply, if you do it here, it, it just won't be worth it. Um, you'll be penalized. You'll be shut down. You'll you'll go to jail. I mean, they really have, have really cracked down on that very, very hard. As far as sandbags and stuff, you know, a lot of the municipalities here, all that's free. So the government provides that stuff. So you go down, you do it. Um, I'll tell you what happens, though, is uh, states like Georgia and Alabama – you know, people who are evacuating, they cross that state line and they get hammered with hotel prices, gas prices, oh, food prices. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, and that is just brutal. And and we were kind of victims of that for, for Irma. I mean, I think it was like a $1,400 a night hotel wow. uh, right across the Georgia line. And, you know, this was, you know, seven years ago or so, but still – um, but really, they've done a great job with that. You don't see that really as, as a concern anymore. I mean, hell, it's price gouging with gas. That's been happening for three
2: years. <laughs> Overall, right. How that. can you tell? <laughs> right. It feels pretty good.
1: <laughs> uh, my old friend Marco, who I did radio with here uh, back in the day on uh, when it was Radio Now 93.1, and now he's, he's uh, moved his family to florida to work in radio and and he is our voice on the ground here so to speak and mar so what okay listen man i i saw your footage i follow you on facebook of of you on the beach it does not look pretty there on 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 the gulf what's your gut instinct of what you're going to see here coming in the next 24 to 48 hours
0: yeah i think you're going to have people who you know either have investment homes or or people who live Mm -hmm. on the beaches and uh, I think they're going to be dealing with a lot of salt water in their homes. You know, not only is the way this, tor- this storm is tracking, we're getting what's called the dirty side of the storm. It's moving north, so the dirty side is the east, and we are to the storm's east. We also have a blood moon, which is the second full moon in August, and that uh, turns out what's called a king tide, which obviously is just huge amounts of tide water. So your high tides are much higher than normal. So all that is the recipe in this hurricane, which spells for really. High water, so um, I, I just think again, for, you know we hear it a lot, people don't want to leave, and I get it in some of these storms, but when you're talking about you know eight to ten feet of salt water on top of a huge tide, you just got to go. I mean, you, you can deal with your windows getting blown in or half your roof getting blown off. When you get salt water starting to push you in your house, it's over. There's really nowhere to go.
2: Well, the thing is, Marco, even though the winds will be severe and you may have salt water in your house, I remember Joe Biden saying if you're vaccinated during a hurricane, everything's <laughs> going to be just fine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember that too, and uh, it's really interesting. It's, uh, I, I saw a lot of people at Walgreens, CBS today, and uh, didn't see any of them getting a shot. So I don't know. I don't know how that's all going to work out. Uh, Is there I a? Think, yeah, I, there, there's a new vaccine coming, I think, so we're all excited. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, we're, <laughs> we're pumped. Is there any part well, of you as a, as a Floridian now that is selfish and hoping Ron DeSantis doesn't get the uh, GOP nomination so you can keep him for yourself for another few years?
0: Well, I think he's term-limited, so I think this is it for him anyway. Um, I'm pretty sure on that. I think you can only do two terms as governor in Florida, so he just won his second. Um, Look, I, you know, I get it, the, the national polarization of Ron DeSantis. I get it. I mean, in a lot of ways, he's made himself an easy target, but he's only done that by really, I think, doing the right things in a, in a lot of scenarios. So, um, listen, he's done hes done a, a lot for this state. Oh, well. yeah. I think you've seen, you know, people have moved down here in droves and droves and droves, which is part of the reason why I think Florida is really on edge about these hurricanes, because you have so many new residents from other parts of the country who didn't deal with tropical culture and tropical environment oh that's so, interesting a little, yeah and so you know it's no mistake that this is probably you know the number one destination that people are still moving to um oh even and- after
1: even after i remember as soon as tw- in 2020 as soon as my family could get on a plane we flew straight to florida i remember having uh drinks with you out there at uh at Hooters, there, John's Pass, I think, um, uh, you know, in, in June or July of 2020, as soon as I could get down there. And and it was all because of really Ron DeSantis. I remember the feeling back then that the, you know, the bartenders down there were just happy to be, happy to be back to work. I'll never forget that one bartender. She's like, I'm just glad to be working again. Thank God for our governor.
0: Yeah, so many people, you know, moved down here um, for those reasons, too. They, yep. they, they saw an economic opportunity. So, you know, they, they moved down here and, you know, no state income tax. There's a lot of things. But even lately in the last week or so, you know, you start hearing those rumors about lockdowns again yep. and masks and stuff. And I can tell you, living down here, you just don't even think about it. It's just something that, that right now would never happen under this governor. And, you know, you look at his election that he just won. Uh, I say won, but, I mean, he walloped Charlie Crist. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. And so it's just it, – it actually is strange to, to hear national news and, and hear such division in some of these states because you're down here and you're like – what the hell are these people talking about? We're all on the same page down here. So it, uh, it definitely feels a little different from what I see uh, nationally.
1: Is there – like, I don't know if you put your your Facebook out there or not. I mean, is there a place – if somebody's listening right now that wants to follow you down in Tampa, can, can they find you anywhere on social media or is that uh... – I never
0: know any of my any of my URLs. I mean, I'm just really not up to the game on this. I guess I got to have I got to, but you're you're welcome to share it. I will I will say one I'll, thing. Okay, I'll share your
1: stuff. Okay. that's what
0: i will say a a guy that that i think does a great job is um and maybe you guys have heard of him but it's mike's weather page and he's all over facebook and tiktok and everything but um he lives here locally but really does a great job covering these storms and and a lot of other weather events so that's something i'd recommend I, i follow him a lot
1: all right we'll uh hunker down you and your family stay safe and um we'll probably be in touch you know here in the next 24 48 hours for an update okay marco
0: sounds good fellas thanks